Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a human design expert, brain rewiring certified coach, and a high 7D energy healer. On this podcast, we talk about all things personal growth, brain rewiring, human design, energetics, mindset, and so much more. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Sandy L. Yang. I hope you feel empowered by what we talked about today. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode because this is a live brain rewiring coaching session I did with my friend Andrea. She was previously on the podcast back in late 2022. I'm going to link the episode in the show notes, but in that episode, we talked about getting in touch with our intuition, our journeys, and becoming energy healers. I really enjoy podcasting with Andrea, and in this episode, we talk about business, abundance mindset, feeling successful in business. Because as business owners, oh my god, okay, entrepreneurship is such a massive personal development journey. Most business owners I know really prioritize personal development work, especially when it comes to self worth, money. Perfectionism, feeling successful, visibility, marketing—those are all very emotionally charged topics that every entrepreneur I know had to work through at some point, and for the most part, continue to work through. One thing I really love about this episode is we talked about defining success for ourselves because feeling successful in running your business is so critical. If you always feel like a failure and if you're constantly hard on yourself, it's not going to be sustainable. Your business is not going to be in it for the long run, and you actually suck all the fun out of it. Like honestly, if you are starting your own business. It has to be fun. It has to be exciting for you. If it's not, if it's not allowing you to feel successful, feel like you're doing something right, then there's no point to do it. So defining success for ourselves help us feel and know that we are on the right trajectory, which is the key to longevity and continue to feel motivated. One thing I also feel very strongly about in this episode is. Now that we are business owners, that we are the CEO of our businesses, we make the rules. That is such a big thing that we need to step into because so many of us are so used to following other people's rules, other people's deadlines, and. Yeah, again, like we started our own businesses, obviously wanting to like provide value and help other people in a way that feels meaningful for us. But we're also here to like have a good time doing it, and making your own rules is so much fun. You get to make the deadlines now. And speaking of making your own rules, that is also kind of intimidating because. All of a sudden, we need to be effective in managing ourselves, and that requires a lot of self-trust, self-discipline, along with self-compassion. All right, you get the point. Running your business is like this whole thing, and 
I've talked about this before. I will talk about it again and again. But brain rewiring was so critically important in my journey as an entrepreneur, and I just cannot recommend this enough.、Um, I'm really happy that Andrea, a fellow entrepreneur, she is still working her full-time software engineering job. She has a crystal online shop, and she is also an energy healer. She practices Reiki. I am a big fan of her crystal business. I love the way she runs her business. It is so heart-centered. Honestly, if you're gonna get crystals, get it from Andrea because. It comes in such a special package, and it is certainly a package full of love. She puts in so much effort in curating her products and offerings, and I honestly will check it out. The link to her website and social media are in the show notes. So happy that I got to have this live coaching session with Andrea. I honestly cannot think of a better person to have this conversation with in this topic, and there will be more life brain rewiring coaching sessions coming on to the podcast. So keep an eye out for those. They will be related to brain rewiring as well, but we will talk about other topics. Even if you're not a business owner, I still think this episode is going to be fun and helpful for you. A lot of what we apply in business, we also apply in personal life. So money, feeling successful, making our own rules, trusting ourselves, being compassionate yet ambitious—you know—all of this stuff we struggle with as human beings. So I'll give this one a listen. That being said. Empowered, aka my group coaching program for brain rewiring, is coming back in July, and I'm super excited about this next round because, honestly, since I started doing group coaching for brain rewiring, things have shifted so much. I have grown so much as a business owner, as a human. I have expanded my capacity so much more, and I'm pretty damn sure this next round is going to be the best round yet. For those who are interested in this program, you're interested in brain rewiring, you think our energy would vibe well together. Go ahead and sign up for the waitlist for Empowered. You're just signing up for the waitlist. You're not committed to anything. By signing up for the waitlist, you will just be the first to be notified when enrollment opens, as well as save quite a bit of money on this program if you do decide to join. So head to the show notes. Sign up for the waitlist. Check out Andrea's website and Instagram. I adore this human being. And without further ado, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I had so much fun recording this, and I'm so excited to see what you think. Andrea, so happy to chat with you again.、Um, can you tell us a little bit about you, your business, who you are as a person? A fun fact about you. A fun fact about me. Um, let's see. Okay, so my name is Andrea. I am a crystal dealer and Reiki healer, and founder of Etoile Creations, which is a crystal shop and and healing crystal jewelry shop. So I make I make all the jewelry that's on the shop. Um, anything that you get from the shop, whether it's crystals or it's some of the jewelry. It's all always Reiki infused, like before it gets to you,、um, so that makes it just extra special.、Um, and then let's see, 
A fun fact about me is that I like to learn different languages. Wait, are you for real? Like what yeah. languages have you learned? Um, I learned, well, I grew up speaking Spanish um, and English. And then I learned how to speak French. Like I studied French like all throughout middle school, high school and college. Wow. Um, I still know it. It's just a little rusty. Yeah. Like if you don't use it, you kind of just like forget a little bit about it. Every time I write Chinese with my hand, I'm like, is this how it's supposed to be? Why does it look a little off? <laughs> it's just because you're not used to writing it. Yeah, we're always typing, but that's super cool. I love French. It just sounds so sounds so sexy and elegant. <laughs> it's such a pretty language. I really have been wanting to like add another language to my tool belt. Maybe Portuguese or something. Oh, why Portuguese? I don't, it just seems like it'd be a good fit because like, I already know how to speak Spanish and like, it's very sim, it's like similar to Spanish. Oh, right. Okay. So like, you know, in French, there's like feminine and masculine mm -hmm. items. Uh, is that the same with Spanish and Portuguese? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about Portuguese, but I know for sure in Spanish. Because I know that's the case with German. <laughs> very interesting. Oh, that's yeah. very interesting. Not that I know any German. Okay, well, that's super cool. Because when it comes to like, you know, learning languages, it's always like easier when you're kids. And as adults, it is such a great way to like, keep your brain active and keep your neuroplasticity like, functioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so the purpose of today's podcast is to take Andrea through brain rewiring coaching live. Um, so I'm super excited. Tell us what you would like to discuss today. Um, so I wanted to talk about money fears. Okay. Um, and... <laughs> Just kind of feeling like there's never enough money and also just like a general sense of lack. Like as an example, I'm always grateful for anything that comes into the business, um, but I'm always very attached to like specific goals and like specific numbers. And like when I don't hit that, like hit it or surpass it, um like disappointed in myself because I feel like I did something wrong. Mm. Okay. Well, I feel like a lot of business owners can relate <laughs> to that. Um, do you want to give a little background about your business? I know you just mentioned what you do and what you offer. Um, tell us where you are on your journey in entrepreneurship. Cause I know you have a, like a programming job coding yeah. job <laughs> so I have had my business for two years now I am still working full-time as a software engineer and my goal is to start to take my business full-time sometime next year well that's coming up it is coming up <laughs> 
Okay, so I totally get that. Why you would be feeling like money fears and kind of hard on yourself, like okay, like I want to reach my goals with numbers, um, but and like when I don't hit it, I feel kind of like what did I do wrong? Um, okay, so I just want to mention with having your full time uh, software programming, yeah, software engineering, no, software <laughs> engineering <laughs> job. <laughs> Yeah, even though it might not be like what you think is your purpose, it is such an abundant thing to have as you build your, you know, the business that you're actually like super passionate about, and you can build it from a place of abundance, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you as someone who already made the leap, like. Building your business from a place of abundance, you actually like get to do it from a place of like joy and like, oh, you're actually like passionate about this. You're passionate about like putting out your offers instead of being like, oh, this needs to work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really good idea to have like this timeline for yourself that you have already determined like, okay, sometime next year. Like that healthy sense of urgency can really get us thinking like, all right, I have those goals. How specifically do I want to achieve them? And um, also like, I really, I'm a big fan of sense of healthy sense of urgency because you're also like, okay, if you're like working on brain rewiring or some sort of like subconscious reprogramming, personal development is like, all right. I actually need to show up for this practice because if I don't rewire this, if I don't rewire my brain for abundance, especially when it comes to finances, uh, my journey as a business owner is going to continue to kind of suck a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's that's where I've been lately. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's like really helpful to like acknowledge this within ourselves. I feel like in the personal development space the spirituality space there's a lot of like oh you shouldn't energize the outcome you don't want or negative thinking that kind of thing but um I think fuck positivity like let's strive to be real with ourselves from a place of like love you know what I mean yeah totally yeah um okay so yeah, uh, brain rewiring with healthy sense of urgency. So it's kind of like entertaining. Um, what will happen if I don't nail this in the butt? So there's that. I always like to point it out. Um, so when it comes to like abundance, abundance comes in so many forms, right? Where do you already feel abundant in your life? I feel abundant in love. Um I feel like I I feel like I have a lot of love in my life like just like from my husband from my family like I'm very close with my family and you know we're all very loving family and definitely like in the sense of love like I feel very abundant in that area yeah I love that um it's really interesting because we I mean we've all heard of the saying like grass is greener on the other side right 
Uh-huh. And we all know that grass is greener where you water it. <laughs> But like, sometimes it's like, hmm, we look at other people and be like, they don't have problems. Because like social media is such a big part of our lives and it's such a highlight reel, honestly. Um, yeah, a lot of people who have, and no, you make like good money and stuff, but like that lack mindset, you can still have lack mindset in money, even if you make like $5 million a year. Right. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just like, no, like everyone's fighting a different fight. And um, I like to, because abundance was something I struggled with a lot before. Now I think I'm like in a much better place, but it's like, oh, abundance is like a state of being, right? If you can, like you never really feel like, oh, it's hard to receive love or hard to find love. Um, and money is just energy. I know like when I first came across the saying money is just energy, I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a form of abundance that um, that is in finance. Um, so it's like, oh, if abundance in the form of love can come easily to me, if everything is energy, then abundance and money, there's no reason why I can't have more of it or find as much ease in manifesting as this at the way I do in love. Does that make sense? I know that sounded very wordy. <laughs> yeah, so like if you, at the end of the day, like if everything is energy, then if you can channel the same energy of love as you can into like financial abundance, then that's kind of like a way to rewire it. Um, yeah, it's kind of like something to just like keep in mind. Um, the actual rewiring process is is deeper, you know. Mm -hmm. It is money is very emotionally charged. So is relationships, especially like romantic relationships uh -huh. so know that like to rewire your relationship with money it has so much to do with like our family how we were raised it's kind of crazy how everything relates to childhood it is isn't it <laughs> yeah um okay so let's go back to your business right um it's just like I think it's so important and we talk about this in our last podcast episode and I'm sure you know this like your business is your baby uh-huh <laughs> yeah and um honestly entrepreneurship is such a massive personal development process it's like personal development like for quote-unquote normal people but on steroids <laughs> I feel like you just have to go through it much faster than like maybe someone that's still working a job where they have like that consistent income coming from somebody else like outside of them. Yeah, um, yeah. And we just experienced the eclipses, like eclipse season, and that was fucking traumatic. <laughs> okay, that was dramatic. But it was a lot. It was a lot of emotions and a lot of like shadow work for a lot of people, like the Scorpio lunar eclipse. Jesus. Um, as <laughs> entrepreneurs, God, like your business is like an extension of you. 
like it's kind of like its own entity, but it is so close to you that your emotional well-being and your physical well-being, your energetic well-being are like kind of crucial to the success of the business. And I feel like I learned that the hard way, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like how you feel, like your business, especially like you create a lot of like beautiful things and yeah, you, your, your business is highly creative. So there's so much to said about like setting aside time and energy and for, you know, just being in creation mode. Mm -hmm. And you can't really be creative when you're like exhausted or frustrated. Do you feel yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. And I know you're a projector in human design too. So that's even a bigger thing to like focus on. Yeah, I feel like knowing my limits, like being a projector, like in human design and just like, realizing that I need to like take time for myself that's been huge yeah um and I think for any projector and like generally everyone but especially projectors potency is so important these days I'm really like embodying it myself instead of thinking like okay like work eight hours a day be productive I think about potency a lot more like if I only have four hours or however many hours you give yourself. Um, how can I create, you know, use it in the most potent way possible? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And that actually takes a lot of planning. It does. I feel like um, you really have to like get ahead of yourself. Like think of what you want to actually focus on for that limited amount of time yeah it, it takes like you know writing out like a list of like what you actually want to create and like let that kind of like direct the energy you know uh -huh. um yeah and it's like okay if that's like saturday morning from 8 a.m to 12 p.m then friday night you actually cannot stay up that late it's true it's yeah. true like well, I'm always a like stay up super late kind of person. So I've had to be better about like saying to myself, okay, if you want to get stuff done tomorrow, like you can't be up till three o'clock in the morning binging on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I have a terrible relationship with Netflix. But yeah, again, um, for projectors and well, you know, like if this applies to you, you if you want to like try it, go for it. I think it's so important for us to be really conservative with how we allocate our energy. I am a big fan these days of like giving myself more than enough time to like complete a task. Yeah. If I can, like why rush if I don't have to? You know, that's actually something that I kind of like came to the realization this week. Like I had put like a deadline on myself of like, like when I wanted to get something done. And I was like, no, I have to hit this date. And then someone pointed out to me that it was a fake date that I was trying to hit. And I was like, oh, you're totally right. Like 
I am trying to hit this fake date because nobody's telling me that I have to be done by this date. It's a limit that I put on myself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think this is such a good point because in entrepreneurship, you're basically learning how to manage yourself. And you don't really learn that in school. At work, maybe your work teaches you or helps you or gives you resources. At my old job, I had no idea, like, how to focus. No one ever, like, gave me tips. They're just like, just focus, you know? And then Uh I'll be like, all right, I'm trying to focus. And then they will send you an email or, like, they will, like, send an email to someone, tag you, and be like, do you see my email? I'm like, I'm trying to focus. Um, anyway, so I do think having deadlines can just like provide us guideline how much effort to put when, you know what I mean? It's kind of like you have a plan, you might not necessarily follow it, but it gives you so much more sense of security, like you know where you're going and Uh you have a way to like track your progress. It's like have a plan but be open to pivoting. Yeah. That's so crucial. Yeah. Um, another thing, and I love that you brought up, is a fake date. Like we need some sort of guideline, but like know that in entrepreneurship, you get to make the rules. <laughs> you know, it's that's I think has been one of my like biggest adjustments to like entrepreneurship. Is it's like, a mind fuck. It <laughs> is because I'm like, Wait, I I get to make the rules? Yeah, I get to make the rules, but I also feel like... How do I do that? How do I trust myself? (laughs) I put this rule on myself, and now I'm saying that I'm not going to follow this rule. Um, Do you know the result of your four tendency quiz? The Gretchen Rubin four tendency quiz? No. Okay, I think um, that would be something helpful for you to take. So I know... I'm a rebel, all right? And and they're like obligers and upholders and questioners. So I'll just take that quiz. It's super short, super easy. That'll just give you a little bit of insight. As a rebel, some people be like, Sandy, you're so brave to start your own business. I'm like, I low-key don't have a choice. I suck as an employee. (laughs) I can totally see that as a rebel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So with like, you know, being a rebel, I like to like working with a business coach or have someone I truly, truly respect. I'll like be like, hey, like I need you to keep me accountable because (laughs) I respect you so much. Not just anybody. Like I can never work with like, a coach or like a mentor that I don't fully, fully, fully respect. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I always have to have like some sort of relationship. Like it has to feel right when I'm going to work with a coach. Yeah. And um, with being a rebel, and I know I'm talking about me, but uh, maybe some of this can apply to you or anybody else listening. Um. It's like, make that deadline meaningful to you. Like, give it a why. Like, everything I 
do that I can like stick with needs purpose. Yeah. 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 I mean, definitely. But I think in my sense, it was more, you know, I'm trying to hit this date, but I'm also rushing to hit this date. So instead of trying so hard and rushing to hit the state, especially with working and working a full-time job, like as well, it's like, okay, well, instead of me rushing to hit this date that I've put on myself, let me be a little bit more flexible with myself as like you would, even if you were working like in the corporate world, like if you'd be like, okay, well, you know, I hit these, these things and this is why. I can't finish this on time. I kind of took the same approach with myself. Like, okay, well, I've had these other priorities and these things took priority. So that's why I haven't been able to like meet the date that I originally wanted to hit. So let me just push it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I'm glad you brought up rushing because rushing is actually, it feels like scarcity, right? And it doesn't make our work feel fun or expansive or creative. It's like, okay, let me get this done. And it's like stressful. Um, And again, like we we get to make the rules now. And like, (laughs) it is such a mindfuck because for so many years, I was like following the government deadline, the 415, the 315, the 1015, 915. And I'm like, oh, I can set my own deadlines now. Like this is, this is new. It sounds so exciting, but also like, hmm, can I trust myself? Um, I think, you know, embodying CEO energy as a entrepreneur is so, it sounds cliche, but it's actually so important. Um, if you're someone who works from home and, you want to embody that CEO energy. I'll just like anchor that into something physical. So it's like, okay, now you go work on your business, right? From let's say, I'm just throwing a random time out there. Again, Saturday, 8 a.m. Um, now you're the CEO. Maybe you don't necessarily feel like a CEO right now. You can like, I think it's fun to be playful with this. You can like, like, let's say you're wearing, like, sweatpants. Maybe you just, like, wear a fancier pair of sweatpants. <laughs> or you, like, do your makeup a certain way. Or you just, like, do something different. Maybe it's, like, a drink. Like, every time you work on your business, this is your CEO drink. Oh, You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I like that CEO drink. Yeah, yeah. So fun. So it's like, okay, when I do this, I am a CEO. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I like that. I like that. I never actually really thought about that. Um. (laughs) (laughs) No, like same. Because before I like in the beginning of working on my business, it was 2020. No one was going out. Everyone was like, oh, loungewear. And I was wearing like baggy ass loungewear every single day without a bra. Of course, I didn't feel like a CEO. <laughs> it's so interesting how like our clothes impacts our mood too. Yeah. Like, if I like really, really need to get stuff done, I'm probably gonna put a pair of jeans on because no, I need it's to safe. Focus. Yeah. <laughs> like you just feel different. You do. <laughs> yeah. So like decide what it is gonna be for you and it might take like some experimentation. Um, but have fun with this. This is like an easy one right yeah um 
Okay, so with like setting deadlines um and like revenue goals, um I think it is so helpful. I think it's so important to understand, yes, like stretch yourself, think big, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also like what is realistic? I really encourage people to think, how can I be 10% better this quarter, this month, this year, instead of like, I'm changing my life entirely this year. <laughs> like, that's very intimidating. It's like, okay, um, like how much am I changing? I like specifics if you haven't noticed. Oh, are you a specific or non-specific manifester in human design? I'm a non-specific manifester. Okay. I mean, you can still like play with this as long as it's like fun and helpful for you. Yeah. I mean, I try. I found that when I put like some sort of specific like not just like leave it totally open like it just helps me like mentally instead mm. of like being like oh yeah like, this I'm, is a non- I'm a non-specific manifester and because I'm a non-specific manifester like I can't manifest anything specific <laughs> <laughs> um specific or non-specific I think it's so important for everyone to think about what is the potential like specific object or goal that you want to manifest as well as like how do you want to feel getting there and like actually manifesting this thing you know yeah yeah okay so back to like goal setting with revenue and you know setting deadlines I think is really helpful I learned this the hard way like trust me I wish I knew this sooner (laughs) it's really helpful to set like maybe call like a three-tier goal. So let's say, I'm just throwing simple numbers, okay? So yeah. let's say this quarter, um, my tier one goal is $2,000 from my like business or like this lounge, all right? Tier one goal is $2,000 in revenue and tier two goal is 3000 And then tier three goal is 4,000. And if I reach tier one goal, $2,000, that is a win. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So like tier one goal would be like stretching yourself a little bit. You feel pretty confident, like, okay, I can achieve this. I just need to stretch myself maybe five to 10% more, but I'm pretty confident here. Yeah. Yeah. Tier two goal is like, all right, I'm like, you know, um, being a little ambitious. I'm like, this is like serious. Not that is ever not serious, but you know, like life happens, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and then tier three goal is like, wow, like I'm really stretching myself. If I can achieve this, wonderful. And then like, so say that you set this like this tier tiered goal for yourself and like you have your tier three goal and you're like if I can reach this like that's wonderful like how do you prevent yourself from like getting so attached to like that tier three goal because in your mind it's like oh my god it would be so wonderful if like I can meet this tier three goal but maybe I only met my tier one goal well like the purpose of having those tiers is that tier one goal is still like a huge win like you will be proud of yourself at yeah. tier one you'll still be proud at tier three 
it's just um defining what makes a win a win um this is like helping you build confidence as you grow as a business owner yeah because it's such a journey it's such an emotional roller coaster um so it's like establishing the guidelines for measuring success Mm, like you would do that in your corporate job why wouldn't you do that for yourself in your right yeah yeah (laughs) that makes sense (laughs) do you like this idea I do I like this idea I like okay great I do get very attached to like when I see numbers on a screen I get very attached to these numbers on the screen I get it um with I mean, I get it. <laughs> it is a practice, you know. Maybe you try this out for your next lounge and then see how you feel. Like maybe it just makes it makes you 10% less attached to the yeah. number. Yeah. So again, we're striving to be 10% better. We're not striving for like, oh, today I feel really attached. I don't want to feel attached at all. Feeling attached is like a very human emotion. Totally. Yeah. So I will like just like, you know, keep in mind um, business is energetic. Also very involves a lot of strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'll give the three tier goal a try for sure. Um, That one just felt very like supportive for me um same with deadlines like okay like if I can get get it done by this date great but like I'm also gonna like come out with a different calendar with a longer runway Mm, yeah I can switch to the other timeline if that feels better yeah yeah takes a little bit more planning it does um, feels Mm -hmm. more supportive again like what your business is your child do you want this child to grow feeling abundant and happy and expansive or feeling rushed? Wow, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. No, I always <laughs> think about my business as a child. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> mean. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Like, do I really want my child to like grow up feeling stressed and rushed? And I'm like, no. Yeah. Why would I do that to my business then? Yeah, and that has so much to do with like inner child healing too. <laughs> I'm like, ew, what am I like being my parents in like the not great ways? Love my parents, but it's like, all right, maybe I don't know if it's like a maybe it's our generation, but we grew up, a lot of us grew up with negative reinforcement. It's like, oh, like they want to like guilt and shame you so you try to do better. Yeah, I think with me, it was dependent on the parent. So my dad was very into like the negative reinforcement, where like my mom was more into the positive reinforcement. So I think it's also probably also how they grew up too. Totally. Um, So that's something to think about. Um, Sometimes we do need like a kick in the booty. Yeah, definitely. It's like a balance, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but always, 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 my business is my child. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And your business wants to grow, too. It's not like you're just rushing it. It's not one-sided. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, with numbers, I know people can get really attached to numbers when it comes to business. I mean, your business and my business are so like heart centered. Like we know that. Um, I will also think about like who really will need this, who will really benefit from my offer. Like for my launch of my next group program, like what kind of humans do I want to support in this container? Um, how many can I like, you know, support and feel, you know, like good about my energy so I can show up fully? Um, what problems do I want to solve? How do I want those people to feel in being in this program? What level of support? So I will also like think about those things. Like I'm putting out this product. How do I want to help? Who do I want to help? How many people do I want to help? Well, that's a good way to put it too. Like, yeah. I've, like I've thought about like, who do I want to help? Like in general, but I don't think I've ever like broken it down by like specific launch. Yeah, no, like I, I get it. And um, I heard this from um, my mentor, Christina, um, just like, oh, in this group container, I want to support like five souls. I was like, oh, that is powerful. <laughs> kind of helps you detach from the number a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it's helpful to just like, in general, in business, establish like guidelines for measuring success. And when it comes to like, you know, say like brain rewiring, um, a lot of business fears, money fears have so much to do with like upbringing and like, where do we need to like shift our narratives around money and work and success as well as like okay like who are the people uh in my field that I really look up to I like the way they do business you know um who has like a really balanced masculine and feminine energy as a CEO yeah yeah um I think focus on how you want to feel working on your business, putting out your offer is really powerful. Yeah, that's very true. That's something that like I've been trying to work more on, but like it's it's a little bit challenging. Like I it's so interesting like when I can visualize and like when I can't. Like for some reason like with the business, like I have such trouble visualizing with the business but like in other areas of my life I don't have such trouble visualizing okay tell me more so like I'll try to like envision like you know say the business like six months from now a year from now and like how like tap into that feeling of like how I want to feel but like it's almost like I have this block like I can't see it like it's almost like there's something more that needs to be unlocked in order, like energy wise, in order for me to like be able to reach that. Like, whereas like, say it's something like in my personal life. Well, not that my business is my personal life, but you know, the other side of my personal life, um, then like I can visualize it like a lot easier and I can tap into like that energy of like how I want to feel like when I receive that thing that is so interesting I'm so glad you brought this up because 
this morning I was talking to my therapist. I can so easily visualize the specifics with my business, with my housing situation, where I want to live, that kind of thing. I can get so specific and clear with like romantic relationships, you know, things of that sort. It is a big ass great blur. um and i've heard this from like my brain rewiring clients as well like there's a i I know this sounds cliche but um in the brain rewiring meditation i gave them there's a there's something about like connecting to your higher self bring your higher self forward and in the beginning some people will be like well i just can't see her or I can't see my higher self. I can't see it. I don't even know if it's a female or a male. Um, <laughs> it's just this blur and it's gray. And I just, I don't know. I just can't see her or it or him. Um, so it's kind of like where we have an easy time visualizing, thinking about, um, imagining. It's kind of like where we already have a lot of worthiness, like, well, high high worth does that make sense deservingness so it was like yeah of course like that is possible for me you know um and like where we have a little bit of blur is like like it just feels uncomfortable to think about this and that is where we need to raise our self-worth and deservingness Mm. yeah Um, yeah and sometimes it's just the the permission to let yourself go into it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm just going to give myself 10 minutes to visualize my business six months away from now and be like, okay, I'm just going to write down what's coming to mind, knowing that just because I'm thinking about it, writing it down, it doesn't have to manifest or I don't have to be attached to this. I don't have to achieve it. Like, this is a creative exercise. Your nervous system has to be, like, chill. You know, um, this is playful. It's like, have fun with this. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So um, with, like, the higher self example with my client, I'm like, all right. So, like, your higher self is just, like, you. But, like, think about you, but, like, 10% more empowered. How would she dress? Let's just say, how would she dress? Because like that's maybe easier to think about. You just think about, huh, I have been wanting to buy that dress, but I just don't know if like I will look that great in it. You know, it's funny. So I was, I went out to dinner with um some friends last night and I was admiring one of my friends like sandals. And I was like, oh, those are really cute sandals. And so then she's like, oh, I bought them at Nordstrom. And then this morning, as I was thinking about the sandals, because I was like, man, I really like those sandals. I want to find those sandals. And then I was like, oh, but she said she bought them at Nordstrom. Would mm-hmm. I ever be worthy of buying something, some a pair of sandals at Nordstrom? Like, what? where do I go that's so fancy that I need a pair of sandals from Nordstrom? I don't need a pair of sandals from Nordstrom. Like, I totally talked myself out of out of even looking at these sandals at Nordstrom. 
that's that's hilarious <laughs> yeah um yeah with like visualizing with like things like that is like all right like I can just like have fun with this this is I like to tell myself it's not so serious it's true <laughs> yeah um I don't know if people see me this way but sometimes I can be like really serious and be like a little stuffy <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> oh, okay. You can. <laughs> like I can when that was not training. in a bad way, but I can totally like see where like that can happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but I only say it because I feel like people probably think the same about me because I can be like that too. <laughs> yeah, no, when I was training for like pure bar, the instructor thing. I would like look at the choreo, look at what the notes I write down. I'll just like look at it over and over and over again. And I'll be like, all right, it's time to like get your ass up and like try to like practice teaching it. But I'm like, but what if I sound stupid? <laughs> it's like, who cares? No one's going to see besides you. And you actually feel this, just like this sense of delight and relief once you allow yourself to be like okay maybe my business looks like this in six months maybe you know like I can just like try on this dress I don't have to buy it or try on those sandals I can just scroll the Nordstrom website I'm not obligated to buy anything <laughs> yeah I think I'm, I'm gonna be scrolling the Nordstrom website <laughs> that's actually like a really fun way people always talk about stretch yourself this is a very fun way to stretch yourself yeah <laughs> yeah and see how you feel maybe it's, it's kind of like oh you try different things on and you're like actually you know I thought this dress I really like but when I tried it on it's not really me that happens to me a lot actually when I like well I mean it's a bit trickier with like online shopping and then like when you actually get it in person I'm like Oh, the worst. Like, what? <laughs> I thought this was so different. <laughs> yeah, like the fabric feels just, I don't know. I thought it would be better. Um, <laughs> yeah, so have fun with uh, visualizing. And sometimes like six months a year can feel like a long time that like it just feels hard. How about like three months or even just like one month from now? Yeah. I think I need to like get better at like trying to just visualize like a shorter term because six months or even like a year just feels so far. And when people like ask, what is your five-year goal? I'm like, I do not know. I don't I even do know what know. I'm doing in five <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's when like it's just the big gray blur when it's like six months, a year from now. I'm like, I, I don't know. Can we get through the next month? <laughs> yeah. Um, so just like, see what comes easily for you. Start there. Have fun with this. And like, keep building it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, yeah, like coming up with like a six month vision. So much can change within six months. I feel like every month I'm a different person. Every new moon <laughs> or full moon. <laughs> I mean, you have been very attacked by these moons lately oh my god they're so intense i'm so glad eclipse seasons are over what is like a revelation or like a thing that showed up for you during eclipse season i did not have 
a very intense eclipse, eclipse season this time around. So I'll go for you. The next one might hit me a little bit harder. The next one, so that's not until like end of year, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's yeah. I'm always like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> I'll keep you posted when the next ones roll around. <laughs> um. Okay, you mentioned when you think about the future with your business, is like something needs to be unlocked. Can you elaborate on this? Oh, no, because I don't know what needs to be unlocked. Okay, okay, I'm just asking. Like, what does that? Feel like to you when you get that download? Like it feels.、Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, like it feels like I'm just kind of stuck somewhere, and like, in order to like move past it, there's probably maybe some like emotional healing or like self confidence or something that like. I need to unlock、mm. in order to like get to that. I don't know. Right now, right now, actually, I'm kind of feeling like maybe it's like a past life thing that like I need to go back into. <laughs> oh, do you do like past life things in your Reiki sessions? No, I've been wanting to like go into like the Akashic records for myself, just for myself, and like play with it. So. Yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's my little download to like go into my own akashic records. Yeah, have you ever tried that before? No, I haven't. I've gotten an akashic record reading, and it was like amazing. But then I haven't like tried going into the records for myself. Oh, I'm actually doing a training for that next week. I'm really excited. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I know.、Um, it's something I've been wanting to do, so I'll keep you posted.、Yes. I know, like, there's like a high component with Akashic records, but I'm like, I feel like I want to this the one three the one is like I want to go deeper. I want it to be a thing for me. <laughs> so yeah, it's like me following that. Um, yeah. Um, sometimes when you when I heard you said something needs to be unlocked. Hmm. Sometimes it's like, you know how you don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and we kind of sometimes need to like see it to like expand what we believe is possible. Like seeing other people, whether that's like someone in your field or like somebody embodying a specific thing, but in a different way. Um, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Um. So sometimes is that piece like you're not your consciousness needs expansion. Oh, just like oh, this is possible for me. I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think is with like following people that inspire you. There's a slippery slope because it's like. There are so many people that we can, you know, that we can like look up to that can be inspiring, and social media is such a big thing. And it's like, oh, like I'm, I, I need to keep following all those people. And sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes it's like, well, they're so much further ahead from me, and it's almost just like discouraging. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like it's with social media, especially, it's very easy to like get into the comparison, like with social media. And like, I mean, as I'm sure that everybody goes through this in like every stage of life that they're going through, but like, I feel like, especially as an entrepreneur, like you have to be careful, like not to be so caught up in the social media comparison. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. Like this is so important when it comes to business and maybe other things too. You kind of have to think about um, uh, curating your environment. So like your follow the accounts that you're following, the books you're reading, you know, the emails you're subscribed to, the podcast you're listening to. Um, curate those things to support you in reaching the next step of your goal. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like I wouldn't follow someone who is like, I don't know, like, like Lewis House, you know, like following him feels really fluffy. There's no real substance. Who is this? This is like a, you know, like one of the super big names in personal development. Well, he must not be that big. I've never heard. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just like, okay, like he is like on the very top. I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to be like him. Yeah. And just seeing that kind of success, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But like, it just feels so fucking far away. Not even somewhere I aspire to get to so um yeah really like turn your blinders on and this sounds silly but with being a business owner entrepreneur there's something to be said about like developing like a healthy level of narcissism (laughs) like everything I put out is gold yeah yeah like this is like I don't know. I'm a gift to the world, but obviously, like um, a healthy sense of it. Like obviously, like you're still open to like constructive criticism and things like that. But like your natural state is like, oh, I'm putting this amazing offer out in the world, and I'm going to like market the fuck out of it because it's such a, it's such a treasure. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true. Like I guess, like I've never really thought about establishing that healthy amount of narcissism (laughs) (laughs) where what you do put out is gold but I feel like it's so important like as a as business owner no it really is like it's vulnerable like you're creating something and if you're not going to be proud about what you're putting out then you know it's like it starts with you that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. And have like people like a coach or like a really trusted friend, like, you know, keep you like grounded to reality. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like knowing like, hey, like if you're if I launch a group program, like if I'm not excited to market it, no one is going to be excited. For yeah. Me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, when you uh, market so like make sure you're like scheduling it in like okay maybe at 12 p.m your time this is when you're really high energy you're really excited your energy is like you know high vibe mm-hmm. high vibe quote in quotes <laughs> maybe that's when you do it 
That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good point. Well, for me, my emotions and energy fluctuates throughout the day. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not a like jump out of bed, super excited type person. Like, I'm, my energy is like way higher at night. Oh, then maybe do it then. Um, but just like you know, again, you get to make the rules now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, think of like marketing like the next launch of your product as like like a party, you know? Oh, I should throw a party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That kind of takes away like, oh, I'm marketing, I'm working, I'm like striving for sales. Yeah. Because you know that. You're you put out those uh boxes. Yeah, like making money off those great products is amazing. But like, it's so much more than that. Yeah, it's true. It's like, I really come have been coming back to like, okay, how is this going to help people? And like, who do I, you know, like we were saying, like, who do I want to help with these two? Yeah, yeah. I think the, I mean, making money is great. Making money is great, but definitely like the fulfillment of helping people is like equally as good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Both are so just critically important. Like, yeah. yeah helping people is amazing, but you also need to get paid. <laughs> the more money you make, the more people you help. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, do you have anything else you want to like discuss, or do you feel, yeah, do you feel like um, you know how to move forward? Any specific like practices you want to like talk about? No, I think we've we've covered a lot. All right, is this helpful? Yeah, this was super helpful. Okay, great. I'm so glad. Um, and again, like. Your business is heart-centered. You think, you know, you might think like, oh, I want to take my business full-time next year. You want that. Your business also wants that. The universe also wants that for you, you know? <laughs> I think it's coming back a lot to the, you know, the universe also wants that for me. It's like your business is an extension of you and you are an extension of the universe you think that the universe is going to make you want to have a business and take it full-time and like let you down no <laughs> right and um as business owners um you know your business evolves with you yeah yeah for sure um one thing that is always like a good reminder and very uplifting for me personally, is the whole saying what you desire also desires you. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Have you heard that before? I have heard it. It's been a while since I heard it, but yeah, that's a good reminder. Yeah. It's like what you desire also desires you. What you're seeking is also seeking you. So it's, it's like you're not doing it on your own. Yeah. That one, I haven't heard the seeking one. I've heard the desire one. Okay, I like the seeking one. It means like the same the thing, but it I feels like, oh, you're going one direction. <laughs> you're you're 50% and somebody is doing the other 50%. Yeah. Yeah. I like Like, that. 
um, that kind of thinking kind of makes me feel like, oh, not only do I want to put out this thing I'm excited about, the universe are um is also like sending people the right people my way. Totally, it's like okay, like you say, like I'm doing half, and then the universe is doing the other half. <laughs> Yeah, do you know how crazy it is? Some people be like, "Um, how do you find your clients?" I'm like, "Um, sometimes it's through like you know, like people I know, like referrals, and sometimes I don't know. Um, they just find me via Instagram. I say hi, and they say like, "Oh, they found me on a podcast I was on, and then can you tell me more about like this offering?" I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> this is cool." <laughs> yeah. So um, have fun with your business. It's really fun running like a heart-centered, you know, business and understanding like business energetics while also understanding like, you know, business strategy. Yeah, I've taken, I've like, I really love understanding like the business energetics behind it. Like, I think I just need to go back to the business energetics. Yeah, both are super, super important. And you can do Reiki on your business too. I can. I should. Why have I not thought of this? Didn't I send you the business consciousness meditation? Yes, you did. It's been... <laughs> no, I get it. Sometimes I'm like, I should check in with my business. And there's just like a little bit of resistance, you know? It's like, what if I'm not doing it right? And she's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Is your business a she or a he? Pretty sure is a she. I don't know if mine is a she or a he. I I know. So my higher self is actually a he. Okay, tell me more about this. So I do know that I was very masculine in like all my past lives. Well, actually, I was probably a man in all my past lives. Whoa. And this is my first incarnation as a woman. And so I've noticed that like when I visualize my higher self, like it's very hard for me to visualize a woman. It's so much easier for me to visualize a man. Mm. So I'm just like, you know what? That just means my higher self is a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you have so much creative freedom with this shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spirituality is, uh, is, is interesting. It's really crazy because some people don't really believe in like the universe. But they really resonate with like, oh, like, I have a soul and I have a soul purpose and things like that. I'm like, all right. So it's like everyone kind of just has their own understanding and language. And they're all correct as long as like they make you feel supported. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. Higher self is a he. That's cool. Does he have a different name in that case? Oh, I don't know. I don't really tap into the name. I just more like visualize like what he is doing sometimes. Like it kind of flips like on the situation actually. Like sometimes it's easier to like visualize like myself like as like doing something. But in other situations, it's like I see that man. And that man is like, when I go into the Akashic Records, like specifically, I usually see the man mm. instead of like myself. Mm. 
Hmm. <laughs> this <laughs> could think be a whole other topic. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, I know when I think about my higher self, I don't really like visualize her. I just know there's like a cooler version of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this has been super fun. And again, like I would say biggest takeaways are you make the rules. The only rule to follow is that you make the rules in your business. <laughs> yeah. 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 This was super helpful. And thank you for doing this with me. No, um, thank you for coming on and like sharing everything. Um, tell us, you know, what's coming up, what's, what are the exciting things coming up for you in your business and personal life if you want to share them. Um, so on June 1st, well, probably June 1st, I'm going to be doing a crystal workshop. Um, and this workshop is going to be like, really targeted towards like spiritual entrepreneurs and you know how you can use like crystals in your business how you can like really use crystals in your life to like attract everything that you want in your business um and then also coming sometime in June will be like a really big abundance box with all these pretty crystals that sounds fabulous doesn't it (laughs) okay well I'm excited for the abundance box (laughs) (laughs) okay well um i'll share any um links you would like to share to social media to your website in the show notes and thank you again for coming on andrea no thank you this was fun yeah okay i'll talk to you soon bye bye so that was the episode with andrea brain rewiring coaching session live on the podcast with a focus on business entrepreneurship money mindset, and thriving as a business owner, I would say. And listening to this episode while I edit, I seriously love coaching so much. It gives me so much life. And each session is honestly so fun. Like we laugh, we cry, we process a lot of deep shit. And I just feel like I am doing something that I am meant to do. Um, Anyways, so if you found this helpful, definitely head to the show notes, hop on the waitlist for the next round of Empowered. This doesn't mean you're, you know, committed to anything. You're just showing that, oh, you're interested in this next round. And you will be the first to hear about enrollment as well as safe hundreds of dollars on this program if you do decide to join and check out andrea's website her crystal shop is amazing as well as her instagram page she shares a lot about using crystals to balance your chakras to help with manifestations it's a lot of fun so head to the show notes right now and if you dm a screenshot of you listening to this episode via like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, send that to Andrea via Instagram DM and she will send you a 10% code to her entire store. And I'm super excited about this abundance box she's rolling out with. She's been rolling out with just like amazing chakra focused boxes. They are absolutely amazing gifts to give to friends. Or you can also get it for yourself. Make your spirituality practice a vibe. It's all about making it fun for you, right? Okay, 
That's it for this episode, and I'm so happy that you made it till the end. Let us know what you think about this episode. We would love to hear from you, honestly. All right, I hope you have the best day, and I'll talk to you soon in the next episode.